Hey, so uh, again, congratulations to Randall. I might be writing a letter to Governor Kemp soon, see if we can get her office there, because if she spends more time there, I might be able to do some more stuff here without getting in trouble. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, if you don't know me, I'm Matt Reynolds. I'm the youth pastor here. And if you're wondering why my voice sounds all gruffy, I'm not a mountain man. I just came back from camp and am recovering. Uh, but this week was an awesome week of camp. It was absolutely incredible. Um, just an awesome opportunity for our students. And every single year that I go, it's a blessing because I'm reminded of how good God is. Um, this week we talked about the term abide, the idea of abiding in Christ. And we kind of stuck with John 15, uh, 4 and 5 as the verse that we were doing. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, he is he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me you can do nothing. So that was kind of the idea we went into this week. And so it was just really awesome getting to see what that looked like for our students. Because the Lord doesn't just move in a message, he moves in action. And so it was really cool to see what he did through that. And it was just an awesome time to get to witness how he moved through our students. And so with that, I'm going to have our specified students that have been asked to come up and share our camp testimonies going head up here. And y'all are going to get a chance to just hear some of the awesome things that he did this week firsthand. And it is absolutely incredible. So I encourage you to listen and just be Filled with wonder by God and how good he is. So who wants to go first? Okay. Thanks, AK. Hi, guys. Okay, so um, just did this last service. But I want to preface this. I'm probably going to have, like, shaky legs because every time I go on stage and talk to people, my legs shake. But also I want to pause, and I just want to say, Mom, you're awesome, and I love you. And, oh, my God, I'm going to start crying. Oh, my God. A second. Give me a second. I highly respect you, and I think my mom's one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my entire life, loving on children, and now she's on the state board, and that's so freaking incredible. Um, I'm just, I have somebody to look up to, and I look at her every day, and I'm like, wow, how can I even measure up to that? She's incredible, and you deserve that. You deserve to be, like, number one in the country for everything that you do. Your heart is literally huge, and I don't know how you how it's that big. So just everybody, I want you to talk to my mom. She's amazing. And yeah, I love you, mom. <laughs> um, anyways, so hi, Stephen Randall's daughter, AK. Um, this is my last year at camp. Been there. This is my eighth year because you know, I was a pre-camper and now I'm a college woman. And yeah, so I came into camp um, pretty broken. My past couple, the past couple months have just been like literally the worst. I kind of Turned away from the Lord, like, I did, but I didn't. It was one of those things where it's like, I just kind of stopped spending time with him. Um, I kind of, instead of, like, spending time with him, I would just focus on schoolwork and friends, and I would just read books all the time. And, yeah, so I just wasn't with him, and I kind of was like, you know what? Um, (laughs) Every person, every Christian I know has gone through a moment in their life where they're like, you know what? I'm just going to turn away from Jesus, and then they, like, you know, fall away, and then they come back. And I was like, I'll just get mine over with, you know, going to college. I I don't know. I was just like, I'm going to get my following away from the Lord. I'm going to just go get that over with. And then, um, but he just had such a hold in my heart. Um, I was looking at my journal from like two weeks ago and it was saying like, God, you have such a hold on my heart. It was like whenever I try to turn away, he was always in the back of my mind. And I was like, 
God, you are so good. And I'm like, I'm, trying, I'm trying to turn away, God. I'm trying to make the decisions that go away from you. I'm going to college. I'm going to try to live on my own. But he, he had such a hold. He was always in the back of my mind trying to call me back to him. He was pulling me towards him. And so I went into camp, and I was like, you know what? This past month has sucked. Um, my friends aren't living up to what I want them to be. I'm putting my value in things that I shouldn't, and I'm dying because of it. And so I went up to Tom Mills Tanner, you know, pastors of Riverstone, and I was like, I need y'all to pray for me because, like, I need him. Um, and so I just went in running to camp, and God met me. It was, it was, it's so incredible because I was like, one of my main fears coming back to Jesus was, I'm going to come back and I have to start all over again. I'm going to have to retake all those steps that I t- I'd taken before I had fallen away. But no, he start, he he took me back to where I left, and then he he made me even he made me go even further. He gave me even more than he had before. And um, my, the main word in my heart this week was surrender. Every time I went up to the altar and I just I just fell on my knees and surrender, and he spoke new things every single time. It was like I was always worried that I wasn't. I was like every single day I was like, you know what? God can't beat what he did the night before. I was like worried. I was like he can't do what he just did. And his spirit came and it overwhelmed me every single night. And he changed so many lives around me through me, and that last night, I came in, and I was still worried. I was like, every single time, I don't trust that he's going to move, and then he does, but I did it again, and I I was like, God, like, what's going on here? Like, why am I stressing out so bad? Well, during worship, um, Micah Eldridge, who was a speaker at camp, he called us all, all the college men and women, to go into the middle. I was like, okay, great. I'm going to start crying now because I'm going to faint. So I go in the middle, and starts praying for me and tears are just streaming down my face and he said one thing that really stuck with me he was you are where you're meant to be like where you're going it's not a mistake and that I just broke down because yeah I when I chose to go to tech I was like I wasn't really pursuing the Lord I was just kind of like this is the best school that I can go to so I'm just going to go here I don't really pursue him in that and I broke down because I was like, this whole week, I was like, is, is tech where I'm supposed to go? I got discouraged from conversations that I have with my roommate because my roommate's an atheist. And I was like, I was just worried. I was like, I'm not going to have, like, I don't know what's going to happen this year. Am I just going to fall into temptation? Am I going to start drinking? Am I just going to start partying? Am I start hooking up with guys? Like, that was just like what was going on in my head. I don't know. It was just like fears and fears. And I was in, when he said that, I could see God walking with me, holding my hand throughout campus and taking me and leading me to bring others to Christ, to be a light to those in need. And I've realized that's my calling as they go into camp, not to camp, into school, is that I'm going to be leading others to Christ, that God's going to go before me. He's going to design my steps. He's going to, um, he's going to speak through me to other people. He's going to shine his light. His spirit's going to be speaking through me. And so that night, I just, this God's love just overtook me for that night when um, Micah Eldridge said that. His spirit was just pouring and pouring in me. And I was like, how can I give, like, everything that he's giving me, how can I give it back to him? Like, how can I worship him to the extent that he's giving me his love? And I was, I, I broke down at that because I was like, his love, just like, there's nothing like it, guys. Like, I'm not kidding you. Like, if y'all need prayer for that, because I know later today we're going to be, um, pray, like, we're going to be praying for y'all. But, like, if y'all want that, if y'all want him to to pour into you and, like, make you fall out. Like, if you, if you want to feel love like you've never felt it before, like, if you want everything good, like, come to me. I'm going to be praying for you for that because it's so good. And it's something that cannot be matched from TV, from hanging out with friends, from drinking, from drugs. 
from anything like that. It's it's only God. Like, and I want that for all of you guys. So, um, yeah, I'm just excited what's to come. Jesus is moving in my life, and he's moving in all these people's lives, and I cannot wait to see what he has in store for all of them. So. So um, I'm, I'm one of the few people who actually still has their voice from camp. Um, um, I have gone to camp since I was a rising ninth grader um, in high school. Um, and this was my first year to get the privilege to be a counselor. Um, and being a student, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see, like... Being this, being there, and be worshiping Jesus, but there's just something that's different about being a counselor and being up here and looking all out here and just seeing kids with their hands up in the air praising Jesus. Um, so one of the things I got most from camp was worship. Of course, I'm a musician, so worship is where I really find God. Um, so, um, the lyrics I got out of uh, two of the songs, two of the lines was, number one, I put off my, all my heaviness and put on this garment of praise. And then the other one was, you've got a lion inside of your lungs. Um, and these past couple months have been probably the furthest I've ever been from God in my life. Um, I had a lot going on. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but I went to camp and I just, something changed, you know. Um, I saw addictions become broken and um, the one of the nights, I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday night, um, Matt Roskin, the new pastor of Riverstone, um, he he had he shared in one of our uh, impact groups that he had an intestinal disorder, um, so that basically caused him to not be able to eat the same foods as me and all of them can eat. Um, so he. Me, Elijah Cundiff, uh, Matt Reynolds, and a couple other guys all gathered around him and were praying over him. Um, and I felt called to tell Matt of a story when I was a baby that I was healed of a disease that I had. Um, when I was a baby, um, I had a two tests uh, for a disease called cystic fibrosis. Um, and my parents were terrified that I was going to end up having the disease. So the doctors ran one more test. Um, and then my parents, right there, I love you, Mom and Dad, um, <laughs> they took me down to the altar. I think it was, at, was it Riverstone or was it First United Methodist? Okay. Um, so they took me down to the altar. Tom Tanner and everyone in the church laid hands over me and prayed over me. Um, and my parents went, was it the next day or was it a week later? 
the next day, and they they uh, they told them that the third test came back negative. So I shared that with Matt, and all of a sudden I was shaking and like quivering, um, and from my middle finger, my first finger, my thumb, all the way down my arm, on both my arms, my face, my forehead, my ears, and the back of my neck went completely numb. And there's not a doubt in my mind that that wasn't healing. There will, there will never, ever be a doubt in my mind that that was healing. I have never experienced something like that in my life. Healing for Matt Roskind and healing for me. Um, so, um, with that, um, I just, I can't wait to see what God holds for me in these next years to come. Um, hi, my name is Sloan. First off, I just want to preface this by saying that the Holy Spirit is so prevalent in this room that I can feel it. Um, this week really just emphasized to me spiritual maturity. And by that, I mean really just like the word pressed and stamped onto my heart was transition. Um, I'm going to college in the fall, and it was transitioning from that period of like I am, I am a teenager to I am this young woman of the Lord. Something that the Lord really pressed into my heart this week was you can't pray for contentment if you're not ready to be humble to see how discontent you are and where you are. Um, a song that really came to my mind was it was Isaiah's song by Maverick City Music. It says, what is a barren season is giving fruit right now. And so I just kind of feel like that was the place I was in where it's like I'm doing these things. I'm working the church. I'm going to church. But I was like, God, like, where are you? And I felt like he humbled me, and he pointed these things out to me and saying, like, I'm right here. Um, someone, the word obedience kept popping up because it was like someone said this in an impact group. It was like when you might not necessarily feel it, but you still have faith to believe it, that is give, that is obedience. And so for camp, really, just my prayer for the youth and just in general is that there's fire in all of us and that the Lord is in every single one of us. We just have to have the faith to go out and pursue him the way that he is going out and pursuing us because He's so good. Um, someone asked me to describe what the Lord is to me, and that is good. In every situation that we're all in, there's no doubt that he is goodness. He is there. He is joyful because, like, we're all here. We've been through it all, but God is good, and God is going to work in us all. So that was kind of my camp experience. And just know that every single one of you is love, and you're all seen, and you're all recognized by the Lord because we are all his children. And that our faith is such a youthful thing because we are loved like a child because he is our father. So that was my camp experience. <laughs> um, hey, I'm Sarah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a little nervous. Um, okay. So this week, wow, so, so good. God just showed up in every way possible. Um, wow. Okay, so there's, like, um, so many stories that I could say, but there's just, like, not enough time. So I'm just going to, like, pick one um, thing that he showed me that just, like, shows, like, he, like, repeated himself, which I love. I think someone said that in the first service, how he, like, loves to repeat himself, and he did that. Um, so a couple of years ago at camp, a couple of years ago at camp, he, like, 
showed me this vision, or I think someone else showed me it, and I just, like, stick with me. And it just means so much to me. And it's, like, him pouring, like, water from heaven into, like, a well. And then it's, like, my old everything that's gross that I, like, my sin is, like, dumped out. And it's just, like, new love keeps coming through him. And it's just, like, that, like, meant so much to me. And then this year at one camp, we went to the prayer room, which is, like, just, like, a room where you pray and you just do prophetic, um, prophetic heart. <laughs> and, yeah, just worship him. And when I first walked in, there was this big painting, and it was the exact same thing that he had shown me, or whoever, which was, like, um, just, like, in awe. And just so many stories like that where it's, like, he's real. He's there. He's he's trying to talk to me. And it's, like, I feel like he was just saying, like, how far you go, like, I'm going to be there. And my his arm is always stretched out for us, and he wants to be. He's our father. And I feel like this week he also, like, showed me, like, how much of a father he is to me. And, like, in worship, I would, um, kind of like what A.K. was saying, he just kept, like, showing himself, and I'm like, this is just so good, he can't get any better, and then he gets better, and then I'm like, he's so good, it's just, like, no one's that good, you know, like, God's, like, oh, so up there, and then, um, yeah, and, oh, this one, I actually like this because I was thinking this, and I was like, wow, this would make so much sense. So um, when we were worshiping the, like, the light, this is like in my light, and it's kind of like this, and I was just praying and like just experiencing him and just like feeling his love, and I was like, um, there was a song, what is it, it was, um, uh, oh yeah, 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 it was, uh, it was like um, God coming to us like in like white robes, and like, <laughs> wait, I'm like, I got this, he, he showed me something funny afterwards, that's why I'm laughing. And um, he, like, is, like, walking to us after he, like, defeated um, Satan or whatever, and he's just coming back, and it's just, like, so powerful. And I just, like, saw him, and, like, this light was, like, kind of, like, like this light, like, blurring into my eyes, and I just kind of, like, saw him walking. And we have, we have like, such a weird relationship. He, like, loves to, like, show himself in, um, 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 what am I saying? Oh, he's just, like, super funny, and I just, like, find him so funny. Um... What am, what's the point of this? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I'm, like, getting really distracted. I just had coffee, and I'm, like, going crazy. Um, so he's, like, walking towards me, and we have, like, this weird thing, like, where he, like, will always, like, grab my face like this, and I grab his face like this. <laughs> and we're, like, always look at each other, and he gives me, like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> he's, like, um like a like a tender face and he's like I don't know and I'm just like looking at him and I'm like you're and I'm like petting him and I'm just like looking at him and then he's like you shower me with love and just like comfort and comfort's like a big word like that like he's like showed me he's like a big comforter and um so I'm like thinking of like everything he's been showing me it's like so cool and he's like looking at me and I'm like petting him I'm like you're just beautiful like I love you there's nobody better um, and I'm just like please don't let this moment end like I don't want to go back like I want to stay in this moment for the rest of my life until I get to heaven and I'm just like don't and it's like of course it's the last song and I'm like come on and then I'm like don't leave and then he he like shows him okay it's kind of weird <laughs> but it's cool he like like bears he like always shows me bears for some reason and like he, like, showed me baby bears, and, like, he showed me bears, like, five times this week, and, like, he, like, um, like, you have ever seen, like, a comfy, like, where you put yourself on, and he, like, he's, like, um, I'm gonna stay with you for, like, the rest of your life, and he put this, like, like, um, heavy blanket 
over me. And it has, like, arms and everything. And it's like, this is my love for you. Like, I'm going to stick with you forever and always. And it's like, you're closer than my skin. Like, you're always there with me. And that's cool. And then also, he, like, he's so funny. I have, like, some, like, so many, I made so many inside jokes. And, like, he, like, kept saying them to me. And he just kept showing himself. Okay. Okay, this is actually kind of pointless. But, um, okay, funny thing. Wait, I'm going to tell you this and then I'm done. And then we have this, like, funny thing where it's, like, get mogged. And it's, like, where you, like, flex on people, and you're, like, I'm stronger than you. And then it's, like, you go, like, it's, like, a funny joke. And he was, like, mogging Satan. He was, like, yeah, I just beat Satan. Look at that. I'm flexing on him. So, yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. Um, I'm Brantley. Um, just a little bit, like, of a backstory before camp. So I wasn't, like, super excited for camp before I got there. Um, I mean, I'm new to the area. I just moved here from, like, the Chicago area. So I wasn't super excited. I didn't really know many people. So, um, I mean, the best part about camp was definitely worship. You know, I've never been, like, a big fan about worshiping. I've always just, like, dreaded worship, and I've always, like, wanted it to end, like, faster. And it's, like, kind of bad, but... I mean, I don't know. That's how I felt. But until I went to one camp, like, Wednesday and Thursday night, those were, like, the best nights. Like, Wednesday night, I was just standing there worshiping, and I did not want worship to end. I was just, I just really felt the Holy Spirit, and I just felt his presence. And I just, I didn't want it to end, and, and then it ended, and it kind of sucked. So I was kind of like, man. So then Thursday night, this is, like, the best part about so uh, I was just standing there. I was just sitting there. Um, somebody prayed over me. I was just sitting over there. I was just sitting, listening. And uh, so I had some. Two, I had two people come over to me. Um, one of them prayed over me and like gave me a word and said I was chosen. And then another person later, I don't, I don't know who the first person was that said that, but then another person later said the exact same thing that I was chosen. I mean, I don't know what I'm chosen for. But something good. Um, but I've had, like, a lot of people say they see leadership in me. So maybe it's that. Um, I mean, I don't see that. But um, but then, so I just, I was like, I don't know what this means. It's like, so I'm kind of excited. That's the best. That's going to be the exciting part is, like, walking with the Lord and figuring out what he chose me for and what his plan is for me. Um and I'm just looking forward to that. Uh, oh, the next morning. <laughs> then the next morning, this guy I don't even know, never met him before. His name's Ashton. Never seen him before in my life. So he was like, the whole week, he, we were worshiping. He was like, the whole week, I just had you on my heart. The Lord just put you on my heart. I was watching the whole week. And he said that he just prayed that, the Holy Spirit would, I would experience the Holy Spirit this week, and I just, I really did feel the Holy Spirit this week, and um, and then he also said that the Lord wanted me to tell you that you were chosen. So, like Sarah said, the Lord repeats himself, and I'm just grateful that I went on this trip. I really connected with a lot of people, a lot of people in my cabin, uh, made some good friends. Thank you to Matt for convincing me to go.
and grateful the Lord put me here and put me at one camp. I had a great time. Okay, so for the past few years, I have not been in the best place. And then I did get to go to camp two years ago before COVID. And I had been getting this picture of this heart with a lock but no key. And I didn't know what that was supposed to mean until one night at camp. And I saw this picture. It was a hand reaching out and with a key opening this door and just God's light shining through. And I had a meltdown that night. Um, and I was like, okay, maybe God is real. And, but then we went a year. It was I went through some worse stuff that year than I had before. And... camp this year and Sarah came up to me one night and she was like is it I don't know I'm listening to God I'm trying this new thing <laughs> and I was with another girl and she was like are either of you embarrassed of anything that you just like are just really ashamed of and I got to have that moment with Sarah and it meant a lot to me and we started having that every night and just talking about what would happen and one night we were just they said, okay, pray to God to be filled up with the Holy Spirit and just have a supernatural experience, something like that. And I was just praying that prayer, and I felt something. It was like, go up front, get on your knees in front of the stage, put your head down, and put your hands on the floor. I couldn't stop smiling, crying, and laughing while singing. And then one of the girls in my cabin, she came over with tears in her eyes, and she was like, you pray for me. We sat there, we prayed, and she just filled her heart out to me. And then we kept talking and praying over each other, and I started violently shaking multiple times. It would be a phase where I couldn't stop crying and just shaking, and I knew it was the Holy Spirit. There was no doubt about that. And coming back from camp two years ago, I still wasn't in the best place, and I still had doubts. But this year I came back, and there's no doubt in my heart that God is real. And I did have the chance when I was younger to have my dad baptize me, and I'm sticking to that. Um, but I just feel really renewed this year after camp. It was definitely a special year. So that's only six students. We had over 200. That's, that's the amazing part about it. And so I'm going to share one more testimony on behalf of one of our students who wasn't able to be here this morning, and I get to put him in the spotlight because he's one of my boys from the beginning, so I get to do that. Um, when I started volunteering here in youth, I was put with the sixth grade guys group about four and a half, no, I guess probably like five years ago now, and he was one of the guys in that first group. He's had my heart since the beginning because he's who the Lord used to shape my heart. The first night of camp this year, he came up to me and he said, hey, for a long time, I just, I feel like I've been disconnected. Like, I know all this stuff. I know the verses. I know what I'm supposed to do. But I just don't, I don't feel it. I don't feel connected. I don't feel him anymore. And so I prayed for him. Then he went up forward. And then I broke down in tears because I realized that's the same place I was in 10 years prior. 10 years prior, I was at the same camp that same week. 
And I went to the Lord in prayer one day because I, I said, Lord, I've been in the church my whole life. I know the verses. I know the rules. I know all the things. I know all about you, but I don't know you, and I've never seen you, and I can't keep going. So I prayed that prayer myself to him. And that night at worship, a friend of mine who I also met at camp years before, he came up and gave me a word, and he said, I don't know what this means to you, but I felt like the Lord wanted me to tell you that just because you haven't heard from him, just because you haven't seen him, doesn't mean he hasn't always been watching you, that he hasn't always been proud of you. And I broke down in tears. And the coolest part about it is I got to lead a teaching impact group this year. I came in the same room that that moment happened. I didn't even know about it when I did it. And I started sharing my testimony. And I did that every single day, the teaching impact group. And every single day he broke me down in tears because I got to realize that he called me to teach from the same place that he broke me down. And so I prayed for him. And then I started encourage, encouraging the student this week. Throughout the whole week I said, I don't know what he has for you, but this is what he did for me. And so I encourage him to go for it in worship, to sell out. I know you don't feel comfortable. I know you feel kind of far off, but just go for it. And so I got to see him do that. And then there would be times during the night I just got to look back at him, smiling with his eyes closed and his hands raised, feeling the love of Jesus. And then he was like, I don't know. I've been trying to listen to God about stuff to pray for people. And I said, he'll try this. Next time you hear something, if it goes along with Scripture, just go for it. Trust that it is God. Nor if that happens is you're going to encourage somebody because scripture doesn't doesn't bring harm. So he said, okay, I'll try that. Within the hour he came, he's like, yeah, I feel like I've already gotten like three words for people. And I went up and told them and all of them were like shocked that I had those words for them. They were just like in awe. I was like, it's the power of God. Every single year I go to camp, he breaks me down more and more. And I'm realizing every single year how much more I want him to. For a long time in my life, I thought, like, emotions weren't something that men were supposed to have, right? He engaged me that year when I was 13, 14, and I realized I'd never wanted to go another day without him breaking me. That's how good God is. He's not a God who is distant and far off. He's not a God who wants us to just listen to the rules and obey him while he sits off and judges us. He's a God who wants relationship with us. Ten years ago at that camp, I realized that it wasn't religion isn't what he wants. He wants a relationship. He doesn't want a bunch of servants that are just listening to rules. He wants to know us, and he wants us to know that he knows us. He wants to love us, and he wants us to know that he loves us. Preparing my teaching impact group this year, I just felt like I was supposed to talk about the story of the prodigal son in Luke. And I felt very confident about it. And then the second night of camp, the speaker that we had went up and started talking about the prodigal son. And then I really knew I was supposed to talk about it. Because I felt like what the Lord had for us this week is that idea that to abide in him, to live with him, to be in relationship with him, you need to realize everything that he gave up to be in relationship with us. A son which qualifies all of us. We're all that child who runs away countless times and times again because we think we know it's best. And then we come back thinking that we're not worthy of being children. And the best part about that story is every single time you can read that the Lord undignifies himself to get to relationship with us. 
He embarrasses himself. He dishonors himself. He does everything to run and embrace us in relationship because that's the God we serve. He wants relationship with us always. And that's the beauty of it is we get to seek that every single day. And it never changes if that's what he wants. And we got to see a few stories of how he did it. One of the disheartening things of camps in the past is there is this expectation that you would go in and he would fill your cup and then you just kind of had to slowly let it pour out throughout the rest of the year until you could go back the next year and then he could maybe refill you again. But I feel like he just called something different out of this this year. And I've seen it. I've been going there for, I think this was my 16th year. And this is the first year I felt this real change. And he's not calling us to just fill our cup and see how long it pours up. He's calling us to step into the new thing. And we broke through a ceiling, and that ceiling's now the floor. And that we have the opportunity to start revival here. Every single day we have the blessing that we get to go to him with our cup and say, fill me up more, and he has a desire to fill it. And all it takes for all of us to start stepping into revival wherever we are at school, at work, with our families, with our friends, is just to say yes when he asks us things and then trust that he's faithful and powerful enough to move through it. That's the invitation he has for us, all of us. So at this time, uh, we're going to have the ministry, the band worship, the worship band come back up here for a mid-time ministry. Uh, and if that's something that you feel like you want, these students are going to be up here to pray for you, to just be filled with his love because that's all he wants to fill you with. That's what he's wanted to fill you with from the beginning of time. So that's something you're interested in. That's something you're curious about. My encouragement is take that first step and you won't regret it. None of them have. Ten years later, I haven't. It's changed me to my core. So if you feel at all curious, interested, desiring of anything, come up here, seek prayer, and trust that he's good and that he loves you and he wants to pour out amazing things into you because he does.